At our 10.30 live stream a couple of weeks ago, Donald and I asked people to email in with one or two lines from their favourite song or hymn that describes something that they want to say about God. And we were blown away by people's responses. We got loads in and it was wonderful to be able to read out the richness and the beauty of the lines of some of these just wonderful hymns and songs. And then a message came in from Robin Sergener. He'd sent in his two favourite lines. Now, when we get a message in on a live stream, we don't get to read it beforehand. We have to just read it there and then. And I'm not the best at reading. And so this message came in from Robin. And as you're about to see from the footage of that live stream, I struggled with one word in particular. Uh, Robin Sergener, despite the lockdown, life is as hectic as ever. And when I need some support, some quiet, some... What's that? I can't read that word. I only have to hear in my mind the, let alone out loud, the hymn, and in particular the opening lines which transport me to where I need to be to re-establish well-being and balance. Be still for the presence of the Lord, the Holy One is here. Quincent. Qu what is that? Well, I've never heard that it's word a, before. Um, I can't pronounce it either. <laughs> Sorry, such a lovely message, and we've just butchered when, when, it. When uh, when messaging Kath, just keep it simple. Don't use long words. <laughs> you can't pronounce I can't it pronounce either. Quintessin, quint, quint, <laughs> inactivity or dormancy. Quintessin, quint, I just can't say it. Quint, quint, anyway. Now, what was really funny was that I didn't know what the word was. I couldn't say it. And then Donald got himself into a situation where he just couldn't say the word either. And I think it made lots of people laugh. And I think it proved that live streams most definitely are live. But I remember that moment. I remember getting Robin's message. And I could see a few words ahead that it was coming. You know how your brain can do that. And I remember having this little debate. Am I going to say it or not? And we get to the word. And for a second I could have ignored it. And I could have just carried on and made it look like I'm the best reader in the world, everything's cool, I'm really intelligent. Or I could have stopped and said, I don't know what this word means. But there was a choice for me. There was a choice as to whether to own up and say, I can't do this. Or whether to just carry on and pretend that everything was okay. As you saw, I chose to hold my hand up and say, oh, I can't read this word, I don't know what it is. Fortunately, Paula, the wonderful Paula, came to our rescue. She not only sent through what the word meant, but she sent it through phonetically as well. A little bit of help from our friends. But as you'll see, I still couldn't say the word. It's interesting, I think we have these little moments in life. I think we all struggle at different times. We struggle with different things. And I think it's our human nature, it's our natural instinct not to admit that we're struggling, not to admit that we don't know something or that we can't do something. It seems to be our just human instinct to plow on, I'll do it, I'll try, I don't need to involve anybody else, I can do it. And I think very often we're like that, with our friends, with our family and sometimes with God. That we become very self-sufficient, we become very self-reliant. We're embarrassed or too proud to hold our hands up and say, I don't know, or I don't understand, or would you help me? When God created the human race, he didn't create us to be islands. He didn't create us to be so independent that we didn't ask for help. He created us to live in communities. Communities that journey together, 
that one, when one is struggling, the other lifts them up. And then when they're struggling, we lift them up. That's the pattern, that's the framework. That is how God created us to be. A community that's honest. A community that laughs together. A community that mourns together. A community that holds their hands up and says, I can't do it, would you help? I want to encourage us today to think about those choices and those moments that we have. That rather than thinking, oh, I'm worried what they think about me, or I should be able to do this, I want to encourage us to be people that say help. Would you help me? Or I don't quite understand this. What does it mean? But also I want to encourage us to be people that go to God and also to ask God for his help. Because sometimes I think we shy away from him and we don't ask him for his help. Sometimes because we don't feel good enough. Sometimes we look at our lives and think, oh my life, what does God think of me? How could God want to help me in this situation? Or sometimes we think God must think of us, come on, surely you must know what to do. Surely you can sort yourself out of this. Why are you worried about that? Truth is God loves us. Truth is that God welcomes us and wants to be the one that gets involved and works and helps us in the midst of our problems, questions and challenges. But that requires us to not be proud and to humble ourselves and to seek him. I want to read you a psalm written by David. Psalm 86. And this is what it says. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me. Lord, for I call to you day, all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Among the gods, there is none like you, Lord. No deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. For you are great and do marvellous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever, for great is your love towards me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. David declared to himself and reminded himself of who it was that he was asking for help. He talked about God being loving and faithful, God listening and God answering. What I want to encourage us to do is to maybe spend some time in this passage. Spend some time just sitting with it and looking at the words. Maybe you want to pick out the different characteristics of God that are listed there, just to encourage you as to who it is that is inviting us to come and spend time with him. And as you pick out those characteristics, maybe you want to just spend a few moments praising him, thanking him for who he is. And then when we've got it straight in our head, who it is that is inviting us to come. Maybe there are things that we want to bring to God, areas that we're struggling with, things that we want to say, God, would you help? Because he's there, he loves you, he longs to get involved.